Hi, my name is Danielle Eskenazi, and I'm a casting director in Los Angeles, and I'm the hustle. Welcome to the Hollywood Hustle Podcast, a weekly show where an aspiring actor and screenwriter set out to educate and inspire artists and entrepreneurs all over the world with the stories and challenges of those hustling towards success. Hello, it is I, Daniel Tuttle, your host, and welcome to episode 87 of the Hollywood Hustle Podcast. Yes, welcome back to the hustle. I hope your hustle and your grind have been fulfilling, educational, and productive over the last week. As you hopefully heard in the most recent side hustle, my life has been pretty crazy recently. Starting a new job while also moving, while also trying to focus on my own hustle and grind has been a lot, but thanks to some meditation, some moments of levity, I'm making it through. Thank goodness. Before we get started on our interview today, I just want to know that if you're enjoying this show, we'd love for you to throw us a rating and a comment on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can also do it on Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor.fm, wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with new episodes coming out, make sure you're either following us, favoriting us, or subscribe to us. Whatever the the platform is that you listen to, follow, favorite, subscribe, whatever it is, we'd love for you to do that so you can stay up to date and get these episodes right when they drop. Now, it's a really great way to also help support us, and another great way to do that is to share us with other people. Word of mouth is a great way to let people know about this podcast through Instagram, social media, uh, telling people in person. Yeah, talking to people in person. I know that's weird, but if you do it, it's helpful. So we appreciate anybody that does do that. Thank you so much. Uh, Now, I do have a small announcement about the show after the interview, so please stick around so you can hear about our plans for the summer. Now that that's all taken care of, let's get ready to interview. We always strive to delve behind the scenes of the processes that run the entertainment industry. Luckily, we were able to talk to entertainment lawyer Mark Pearson recently and ask all of our questions about maneuvering through the jungle of contracts and mediation practices. Today, we share another fantastic and insightful interview from the inside the industry with commercial casting director Danielle Eskenazi. With over two decades of casting films, television, theater, and commercials, Danielle has cast such known talent as David Bowie, Rosanna Arquette, and Woody Harrelson, while also launching the careers of now successful actors including Hank Azaria and Mila Jovovich. She is highly respected in the business for her creativity, integrity, and ability to draw out audition-nailing performances. In this interview, we discuss what it's like to be on the other side of the table. We, we ask what she expects from talent and what they expect from other casting directors. We ask about what they do, what their struggle is. We also discuss her, her advice for actors and what she teaches in the workshops she gives. We also discuss her new podcast, Miscast, where she answers all the questions that she takes directly from actors and followers on her social media. Definitely check it out. It's on SoundCloud. Now, if you want to hear some more backstory on Danielle, you know, where she got her start, make sure you go back and listen to our most recent side hustle, because that's where you'll hear that. In this one, we are jumping right into the business, and let's get there. Folks, let the hustle begin. Uh, so when you started, kind of what were some cha- personal challenges you had that you had to get used to or uh, uh, get better at or find your own way of doing? Challenges? I think it's just basically learning the business and learning the best way to, to uh, communicate with the actors. As a civilian, not knowing anything about the industry, I really resonated with their, um, with their strife, basically. And trying to, you know, come in and really, really working hard at, you know, what they're doing. But that, but that's what I wanted to do more than anybody else is really communicate with them. And the more I communicated with them, the more relaxed they were. And not looking at me like I'm going to make a choice and they hope it's them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I hold all that in my hands. Yeah. And so... Either way, if they didn't get it or they did get it, I wanted it to be a good experience for them. Sure. There, there is that tension, I guess, for actors oh, when they walk in the room. Like, 
the actors think they have to give a 100 yeah. flawless performance yeah when really it is about communicating like what are you looking Absolutely. for are there any well, adjustments that ca- i can make casting is every person's general nightmare you're walking <laughs> you're, you're well because you're walking into a room and and you know everyone is for the in, in the in the most ter- negative term judging you but in let's a way. make it positive, yeah. and we're judging you in a positive way because we want you to get the right. role. Well, I'm, I'm saying from that, from that, from that, that person's perspective coming yeah. in, though, that's where Absolutely. I think that fear comes from. Yeah. Is like this is you don't want, yeah, you don't want to be yeah. judged at all. Yeah. And there's also this like it's just a wall, yeah. of people, yeah. And whether it's two people in the room, three people, right. five people, there's a table in this wall of people yeah. that Looking you have to computers. break through, yeah. and 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 make it enjoy what you do. Yeah. And and I think that there's a lot of people put a lot of pressure to be that sledgehammer Absolutely. when they go into that yep. room and, and, and be but judged as, correctly. But as you said, though, communication is the key thing Completely. to bring that tension. Completely. Yeah. 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 You just you become human. They become human. And mm-hmm. it, everybody relaxes in the room. And then you can perform. Yeah. And know? I feel like with commercials, especially like because you, you started off in narrative, but like with commercials where it really is the actors to just be themselves. Right. In many respects, like. That's a hard thing for actors yeah. sometimes to do. Yeah. And, you know, in the 80s, you know, everybody was overacting and, you know, you're really <laughs> trying to sell that product. Yeah. Now, every time I get a board from a director, he's like, I want it as natural as possible. Because what we're doing is we're hiring their DNA. Mm-hmm. You know, what makes them different from everybody else? Because we like them. We get a, They're approachable and we believe them, mm-hmm. you know. So we like to set that foundation when they walk into the room. So, so you started in narrative casting with films and things like that. What kind of drew you to the other side with commercial casting? Well, I, I did my own films for independent films for, for a long time. Uh, for about five years after that, I found Mila Jovovich when she was 13. I did a, a, a film called Night Train to Kathmandu. And uh, that was her first film. And she traveled to Nepal. So they were wow. thanking me for a long time. Um, <laughs> and then I did this other couple of other films with Sean Penn called Deep Blue, I think it's called. They changed the name a couple of times. And the Languini incident with David Bowie and Rosanna Arquette. Interesting, um, that five times That went five. right to um, video. <laughs> and then <laughs> I got a call from a producer, a woman named Sion, who was a commercial casting director for, I think it was David Kellogg. She said, we want a theatrical eye to to do our commercial casting. So I was like, okay. And she said, would you be interested? I said, absolutely. And then they told me how much it was a day. And I was like, absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't make a lot of money in you know independent films. Um, so we did our first commercial. I think, no, it was actually with Michael Karbelnikov. It was for an eyeglasses commercial. And I loved it. It was fast. It was furious. Callbacks were three days later. You didn't have to wait a month, you know, until you get called back. And um, and we cast it, and they really liked it. And so they kept on hiring me um, for for his commercials. And then Graham Henman was another director who was over at HKM. He started hiring me, and then another director started hiring me. And it was just from then on, I was like, I'm not going back to film for right now. This yeah. is this is you know you got to leave all the doors open. Yeah, of course. It- uh, just a difference there that you were just talking about, like commercials being so fast paced. So with narrative, you it can uh, casting Take can go on months, for yeah. M- m- yeah. months. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, absolutely. And, and back then, then, yeah. And then of course with commercials, oftentimes it's you were you audition one week, the next week, or a few days later you're. Working. Oh, it's like I I can get a job on Monday morning, and they'll say, "Can you prep today?" And you know, thank God for Actors Access and uh, LA Casting. Because we couldn't do that before. We were getting pictures. So if I had 18 characters, I had to hire like four assistants to put them all in categories. And then I would they would give me piles. And of I would headshots go, and of everything. Headshots. Yeah. And I would have to go through them and put them aside. And then they would call every agent to set up the schedule. It was insane. And then... And then God gifted me LA casting. <laughs> God and gifted the internet. <laughs> the internet, exactly. Sorry, Al Gore gifted the internet. To <laughs> yeah. us. And um, and then it was so much easier. So now I get jobs Monday morning, and they'll say, "Can you prep this afternoon and cast Tuesday, Wednesday, and callbacks on Friday?" Wow. Yeah, that's how fast it is. It's you, you, crazy. You know, you talked about earlier, like uh, about looking at things in positively, especially when it comes to the casting uh, position. I know when I was acting. 
and how I would feel based on just that initial interaction with the casting people right when I walked in. If it was like, you know, hi, how you doing? And it was like, go, then I'm, I'm going to be more nervous. But they're like, hey, Daniel, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Uh, whenever you're ready, uh, you know, just let That's us show us what you got, you know. And That's I, my crew. You automatically have a different feeling yeah. after that because now this person's positive. It's not, I, I've seen a little of their personality. And so it's not this, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. just do the thing and, yeah, let's, yeah. and get going. And so it's yeah. always, I've, I've always, whenever I've done some small casting things, uh, we just cast a short film that yeah. I'm producing. Uh, I always try to be that person that's smiling. Yeah. Uh, hey, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. And, and just try to, when they come in, an, a, an emotional hug of it's going to be okay. <laughs> You're going to do great. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we do too. I always, I have the standard joke that I use. Um, when, when they come in, um, I walk into the audition and I always go, okay, action before they even got <laughs> any instructions. And then they all start laughing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't then, know my life. We're, we're the sides. And that kind of breaks the nice. monotony of, you know, getting nervous. And then everybody laughs. And then, you know, I talk to them for a second and then, you know, it's go and they have more fun that way. Yeah. You, you should, know, and you get a better reading. When somebody you know? comes in, you should go, uh, real quick, can you just do that? Come in one more time. Uh, just, we just want to see that one more time. Yeah. <laughs> um, previous, uh, podcast guests, uh, Trevor Algott and AJ Meyer on their show, Inside Acting, they would always refer to auditions as meetings to kind yeah. of take the stress off of yeah. the the exactly. situation. Right. Because really it's, audition has so much weight to it. Whereas if you think of it as just a meeting, it kind of breaks it, yeah. the breaks nerves it down, down a little bit, little bit and yeah. makes you really think like, yeah, I'm just here to meet with you to exchange yeah. ideas, exactly. see if it's a right fit. Yeah. Um, that So that's always the mentality I try to have when I go into. Yeah. An and the other thing that that you don't you should not do is when you go into the lobby, you sit in the lobby, and you turn around and nobody looks like you. And they were like, why am I here? And they start psyching themselves, sabotaging themselves into like questioning that instead of like focusing or, or the or the opposite, like I'm in a room full of people that look full of me, just like me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be that too. Oh, oh yeah. The most surreal LA moment I had was I went to an audition for a show, a, a made-for-TV film where it was uh, the character was like a woodsman, uh, bearded lumberjack guy, and I walked Were in. Were you right for that? Uh, maybe I don't know. I didn't get the part, so maybe not. But I had a plaid shirt on, jeans, and I came in, and it's just plaid bearded man oh and i'm like Everywhere. oh my god are you guys my brothers like <laughs> is this a, like is this like a 2020 thing that i wasn't aware of i think i'm in the right place yeah. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me are you guys i'm here for save the last dance too is this that <laughs> that's hilarious but, yeah. but i think it's also part of it is also just like you got to stay in your lane yeah and not and not think exactly like, just because you're here and you might look like me or the fact that i'm the only one here right uh that has no effect. Yeah, on exactly. My and we, today. we see different vignettes. You know, we don't get uh, we we don't get like four days to cast anymore. You know, budgets have cut been cut <laughs> majorly. Oh, yeah. So it's like a prep to cast and a callback for twelve characters, fifteen characters. Sure. Which we used to get two days of prep, five days of cast, and two callbacks. You know, those were the days, but mm -hmm. it's not like that anymore. It's quick, quick, quick. Even in the time that I've lived in Los Angeles, I've been down here for seven years. I've quickly seen how the rate of in-person auditions to self-tapes, like a lot of the, my auditions lately have just been, the first audition is always a self-tape. On commercials? And commercials? Uh, more, I guess that's more so more, for film more, projects yeah. and everything, because I feel like with commercials, you need that Yeah, we need read. to redirect you. It's just yeah. so quick. And the mm -hmm. director, you know, wants to see exactly what, he tells us to have them do. Sure. You know, so mm -hmm. it's it's hard to direct yourself sometimes because you're, you know, you do it 55 times. You're like, ah, oh, that one wasn't good. I'm going to try this, you know. Yeah. By the time we get it, it's like, it's been cast. So, yeah. Thanks for coming. So I guess going off that, um, coming again from that narrative field into the commercial field, uh, what are the biggest differences that you, you found uh, in the room uh, between how things are directed or what you look for or how auditions are set up what were some of the differences and similarities well you know when you're doing a film um you're seeing maybe 15 to 20 people maybe 20 people for one character mm -hmm. um and then the rest are you know uh lists of you know people that they may want but can't afford so um you know we just see a, a ton of people and it you know it's in and out 
Mm. So once you're in, just know what you're doing and get out and forget about it, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, and that's basically the difference. And, you know, we have more, we interview when we're doing films, we talk to them for a little bit and get them comfortable. And it's more a one-on-one because I'm in the room. Yeah. Um, But I'm always watching the commercials because I have monitors in my room while I'm doing my work in my office. And if I don't like something, I'll pop my head in and say, hey, can you redo that? Yeah. Very cool. I want to see what's going on. For so sure. you're working on one thing while you're watching the auditions. Watching, yeah. I, just, exactly. I, just, I just see this comical background of you sitting at a desk and there's just multiple screens <laughs> behind you and you just turn around very, mm, That's yes. Correct. Yes. Dance puppets. Dance. <laughs> Press the button and they yeah. go down the chute. <laughs> and like you, there's like you have like intercom buttons. Do it again. Yes. <laughs> the, the Lord has spoken. <laughs> I run out and pop my head into the studio and go, man, can, you re- can I redirect? Um, and so from like, once you transitioned into commercial casting, at what point then did you feel like you wanted to start teaching actors? Um, what, when did that start coming around? That happened about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, when actors would come up to me and say, can do you teach? Do you teach classes? Do you, you know? And I was like, Hmm, maybe I should do that. Cause I really like communicating with actors and I like and I know what directors want. I've been doing it for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And some of them have no clue when they come in there. And, you know, you try to redirect them and they have this like thing in their mind that they just won't let go of. So I try to loosen them up once they're in, in class with me. And it just makes such a difference. It makes them more pliable um, to, to, to redirect them. So uh, I started teaching them uh, classes. I did one and or two and I loved it. I was like, okay, maybe this is a calling too. Again, leaving all doors open. And and what are some of the things you kind of talk about in those classes? What are the the guidance you give? 15 minute Q&A and it's basically a therapy session. I (laughs) seriously sit down with them and I'm like, okay, what is blocking you? What questions do you have that you just never could ask a casting director? What are the problems you have? And we talk and everybody gets something out of it. And then we go into, you know, readings and stuff like right. that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, um, you know, we, we talked about this with our for- former guest, Beth Ryan, a while back. You know, there was a whole thing with like the idea of pay and play and kind of a scandal within that that community of right. these casting directors asking people for a ton of money and promising them things that they right. couldn't give. Um, did that affect you in any way? Or no, you know, what were your to, thoughts in that, yeah, that time? That's a really good question, because. If you're not right for a part, I'm not going to bring you in, whether you're in my class or out of my class. I'm just not going to do it because that's, you know, that this is my work. It's disservice to you and yeah, it's disservice and to the, the people yeah, that are Yeah, I'm not going to pay you. and play. And if you're right, great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, no, I don't. There, there, there are a lot of people who do that and that's been cut out. Yeah. Um, I mean, when, when that was announced and everything, like the, the action that yeah, was taken was every, A lot of people got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, I know one of our former uh, members of our team here at Hollywood Hustle, uh, Katra Parkman, uh, she actually took your class. And I remember like, cause I think she took it last summer, I want to say, uh, and she absolutely loved it. Oh, good. Um, you know, and it was around the time that we were having that conversation and everything. And I think it's, there are some, cause I've gone to some pay to play and stuff and there's there's a difference feel good it doesn't feel good you don't you walk out of it you don't feel like you've learned yeah anything whereas what you're t- talking about like where you sit down and like let's talk about what yeah. what's not working for you yeah. what are some solutions that uh you know you can start working on and stuff like that's something that you can take away exactly. and start working on it yeah mm-hmm. and and building confidence that's my major thing you know when they get in front of a class, they start getting nervous already. I'm like, wait a minute, you're in a class, you're learning. So just relax. (laughs) And they start with a whisper uh, when they're doing their dialogue. And by the end, they come out of their shell and they, you know, it's positive reinforcement from a casting director is the best feeling in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, and they come out feeling really, really good. And then on Twitter, I see like, I booked this, I booked that. And they say, thank you to me, but it's not me. It's, you know, because they, they did the work, they They did the work, it's them. And I'm like, thank you. But I was just the usher, you know, I just kind of showed you where to go. Well, to to go into that, you you know, when someone's, as you know, casting a a narrative, you're looking for someone to embody the part to, to bring out something unique about that character and to really bring something new or something that maybe they haven't thought of to this character. What, what is it that you look for in commercial casting? Like, what are the, the signs that like, 
this person's got it or this person's doing what they should be doing. I do a lot of comedy stuff. So um, when they come in, you could really tell if someone takes improv or not and how they create the part for themselves, mm-hmm. you know, use the buttons. Buttons are really important. And that kind of makes it their own. And you could see that they really understand the part in the 15 seconds, 20 seconds that they're, you know, doing it. So um, I think that's the difference is just bringing yourself and, you know, finding yourself in the part. Yeah. Not feeling that pressure to, yeah. to please or right. to do exactly. something that's not yourself. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, commercial casting is always or commercial auditions have always just fascinating because you have to tell a story in such a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to like tell the story of this family in a 30 second commercial right. that also shows that they want this Buick like that, yeah, you know, exactly. it, it it's fascinating. Michael, have you had any experience like having to go to a commercial casting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what, what were the challenges you found doing that? And what were the things you found maybe that came easily for you? Yeah. I mean the, the hardest ones for that I've always encountered are the one liners. Yeah. Where or the no liners, the, the no liners. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, you know, like the, the quick punchline that you don't have any setup for. Right. And I did one. It was for BuzzFeed. It was non-union. And it was trying to I can't remember this specific spot, but essentially I just had one line of like, oh, he's dead. It was it was right. there. It was a game of operation mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was supposed to be the end bit. Mm-hmm. And I felt they wanted it three different ways. Mm-hmm. And I gave it my first way. And the the casting director, at least in the read, she was, all right, again. <laughs> all right, again. Oh, no. Just give me one more. Okay, thank you so much. Oh. <laughs> it was just like every one that I gave, like I thought I... Nailed right. it. <laughs> did not. Oh, did not. not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I walked away from that audition and I was trying to like, I went in there, I did what I did. And I got a call from her that same day of saying, I love what you did. Uh, however, I think you would be perfect for this other spot that I'm directing exactly. for, for BuzzFeed. Like yeah. I didn't know at the time, but she was like casting like three or four different oh, wow. BuzzFeed commercials. Right. And so... And then she ended up booking before the main spot of that commercial. Amazing. And it all came from this experience of like, you know, I went in and I just tried to do my best. That was just me. And right. even though I, what I thought maybe wasn't connecting, right. I was too much in my head. Like, right, right. You know, and wouldn't like, it be a great if she said, wow, that was really good. Can you try it this way? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just would have been, or maybe you wouldn't have gotten it. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe I wouldn't have gotten it. Who knows? But I mean, she said like, she that's really liked lie. what I did. Yeah. That's um, great. That's but then great. I've also had those where not having the sides down well enough. Right. And then, you know, you just crash and burn in the audition. But even then in that instance, the casting team was Positive. take your time. Yeah. Like, you know, like you, you got it. Like, yeah, those are pharmaceuticals. Those are the hardest. Yeah. Um, Cause the dialogue goes on and on and on and you have to be as natural as possible. Yeah, we usually write it all up for you guys and put it right under the camera. Mm-hmm. It just makes it a little bit more comfortable. When you walk in, just give you you could talk to the camera operator and oh, say, yeah. "Hey, can you give me a minute just so I could just read through it and know where my lines are if I need to pick one up." Yeah. A lot of people just come in and they're like, "Uh, you know." <laughs> yeah. Uh, another commercial casting director that I I've taken his workshop with is Chris Game. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. And like that was one of the key things that he he talked about was like ask if you're in frame, like find out what your parameters are, mm. communicate because it shows that you're a professional yeah. trying to make sure you're going to be doing your best work and right. that they can see it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And don't be afraid to ask those questions. It's your time. Um, we know casting directors work a lot with actors, but you've also talked about working with directors as well. What What is the relationship like of, you know, working with the directors or the production team that hires you? What, uh, how, what's, how do you go about building that relationship? It's the same as actors with casting directors. You okay. just have to build those relationships mm-hmm. and um, really listen to what they want, you know, cause you have the, the production company, the director asking you to do one thing and the clients another thing. So you have to kind of be in the middle and give him what he wants because you want to get rehired by him. Yeah. And and the clients and the director always kind of soothes the client into his vision. Mm-hmm. So it's basically really working with the director and getting him what he wants and, you know, uh, being really accessible to him and, you know, being on all emails and responding right away and, sure. and always saying, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had those situations where the director wasn't quite clear? About whether what he or she wanted. Yeah, that was more in the 80s when directors were not nice. Mm. um, And they were um, kind of faulting everybody else for, you know, if it didn't come out the way he wanted. And 
everybody kind of calmed down in the 90s and, <laughs> and now and and everybody kind of works oh, together. That's good. Well, <laughs> so you've seen like a progressive change then Definitely. happen within yeah. like just working within other production companies Absolutely. and other that's great to hear. Yeah. You know, cuz I mean, of course there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now, right? Yeah, you like, can't be mean to anybody. <laughs> no, exactly. And like, you know, there's the current like agency strike with the WGA and everything, but yeah. it's, you know, there's always stuff to be worked on, but it's yeah. good to hear that there has Yeah, everybody's been- much kinder, much calmer, more humble. Um and, you know, it's just an easier way to work with with directors and production companies. So, so something I love asking uh, uh, directors and, and casting people when we interview them um, are, are two questions, and I love it. <laughs> I know what you're and I want ask. you to look at directly at Michael when you answer this question. Um, what, what, uh, what are some of your uh, favorite things about actors in general? My favorite things, mm-hmm. um, how much they want this. It's just, it's, it's great to help them get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm like one of the people that that calls them in, so I, I'm, I'm a helper. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, their when they're proactive, when they take classes, and it just makes them more comfortable when they walk into uh, the room, and you could see the difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the follow up to that is, what do you like least about actors? <laughs> I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> that they exist. Quote of the episode. Yes. <laughs> no, I love actors. Um, be on I the do graphic. love actors. Um, <laughs> What I don't like about actors is when they walk in, they're like, I don't know what I'm here for. Um, Did you not read anything? Yeah. And uh, is there sides? Uh, And (laughs) and, um, sorry, I'm four hours late. There was a lot of traffic. Um, try ways. Maybe yeah. that'll help you. A little I feel bit. like this is the one city where traffic is not an excuse it's not. because, you know, you know, no matter what time of day it is, Going to Santa Monica. Sunday to Sunday, <laughs> yeah. there is traffic. It could be 11 at night, yeah. and there's going to be a highway that's closed, and you're going to have to figure and out look, a way around. you punch in ways, and they'll tell you exactly what time you're going to get there. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, and I, I always add 10 minutes yeah, to that. always. Because there's always something going to yeah, pop up. You don't up. want to be late to an audition, you know, especially when we're at lunch, and, you know, it's... And especially when traffic is so ingrained in the DNA yeah, of Los exactly. Angeles, it's, you can't let that yeah. be the thing that prevents yeah. you from booking the job. Yeah. Or if you are going to be late, just have your agent call us. Mm-hmm. Don't just show up at, you know, four o'clock when we're done with your characters. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing like, you know, four-year-old kids. It oh just my doesn't gosh. look good. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, that's, it's, I guess it's irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an actor is not owning up yeah, to that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's become a big pet peeve of mine. Because I'm, I, I grew up in a theater system of if you're on time, you're late. Yeah. And so you, you, if you're early, you're on time. Yeah, exactly. And so like it, it, when other actors are just, just late and it's, and it's also to me, it's disrespectful to me yeah. and in general, because it's like, I'm not worthy of you being here on time. Right. You obviously, this is just something you're flying by real quick. Yeah. You don't care that much. Right. And I feel like you probably feel the same way if they come in late. Yeah. It's, just, it's disrespectful. Or when an agent and, calls and says, well, he's got another audition at that same time. I was like, don't change the other audition. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we book first. Uh, we, we, try, we try to work with actors as much as we can. What's, what is, so we talked about the relationship between directors. What's your relationship like with agents and managers? Back in the 80s again. Um, <laughs> Jerks. Um, there there we, was 80s and then there's now. <laughs> 80s anger, 90s kindness. Um, we used to talk to agents. We used to be on the phone with them all day long. I don't think I've spoken to an agent in years. Oh, wow. wow. Um, everything is through email. When they push, they push through email. They send me, you know, like this person can't make it, but what about this person? And they'll send me their picture and I'll say, sure, put them in their time slot. I don't get pick up the phone to talk to agents anymore. That is fascinating. Uh, it's amazing and fantastic. No, um, <laughs> and um, but you know, it that's the difference, and it things just go quicker because you could work uh, in a faster pace sure. on my end, so you're not picking up the phone all the time. Uh, well, because earlier you were talking about the blessings of having resources like LA Casting right. Actors Access. Do you see those kind of? taking out the middleman in a way do you do you find yourself ever booking clients who just submit themselves and not through agents or from no it hasn't removed the agent i mean they're still submitting to us um again it's a special skills that you know i'll go into 
actors access, mm -hmm. but you really have to be honest. Yeah. You know, if we're looking for someone to dive off a 10 meter board, don't just say, I could do that. You can't do that. It's mm -hmm. really scary because we did that once and we actually held the auditions at the Y at the pool mm -hmm. and there was a 10 meter board. And I got thousands of submissions and I thought this is going to be so easy. Fantastic. So I, I, um, you know, scheduled like 40 people. They all come in with their bathing suits and their towels. And when I said, you're going to be diving up there, they're like, bye-bye. Everybody left. Oh, <laughs> they're all wow. gone. I got four people on tape that oh, can actually do it. Wow. So just be honest on those special yeah. skills because we're going to shoot at a park or yeah. a pool. I've also been in situations. I'm not no longer with this agency, but I was submitted for an audition um, in which turns out that they were looking for same-sex couples for like a wedding spot. And I, you know, and I was being called in for the role of the groom, but my agent either missed the memo or something to where like, it was going to be like kissing on camera. Okay. And like, they were looking for someone who is actually gay and you know, I'm, I'm not. And so like the casting director, she wasn't upset with me, but like, she was like, I don't know what to do with you. And right. put me in a situation where like, I, they you, asked me to just kiss this random other stranger. Did I, you do I, it? I, I, I did, but like I called my agent afterwards and I was upset. And it was one of the reasons I why. I kissed a guy. Well, <laughs> I, I wasn't upset about that because no, um, I was actually doing a show at that time yeah. where I was playing um, a character where like I had to do that on stage and I was fine with that. Yeah. But it was just like you put me in a right. unsafe awkward. situation. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. And yeah. You, it was you put embarrassing me in embarrassing where you looked unprofessional yeah. and... And, and, and I and I have to be the reason I have to give some reason to right. to casting and stuff. And so right. I would just say for like actors Commun out communication, there, communication yeah, is sure. key, like not only between the casting, but like knowing if you're being sent in by an agent, knowing what the specs have, are. you know, ask your agent, can you read me the breakdown? You mm -hmm. know, just let me know exactly what I'm wearing and what I'm doing. And yeah. is there dialogue? Those are the three questions that you really need to know mm -hmm. before you go in. Cause you know, we don't like surprises either. We don't want to put you in that spot because it becomes uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Cause I remember the actor that I got paired up with just like, was he cute? <laughs> but like but i could tell he was freaking out yeah. this is how this is how and michael it, and i met <laughs> you guys make a great couple yeah the beards and the beards yeah. um yeah no it was just one of those that was one of probably the like experiences i've had where it was just like ooh, that all just went yeah south yeah real quick yeah so then definitely ask those questions yeah it's so important so, so there's a lot of um things you hear as an actor uh, of, you know, do this, don't do this, don't do this, do this, but make sure you don't do this too much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what are, you know, fr from your perspective, like, what do you, uh, what do you see that you're like, don't, you don't need to do that. Or, you know, let's not, that's awkward for you. Or, you know, yeah, what, it's, what are some it, things in that, commercials, be careful about taking big chances mm. because then it gets too big because, we want it as natural as possible. And if it's comedy, you know, bring that comedy, but don't do the comedy in your face like Jerry Lewis. Oh, sure. You know, like, hey, lady, you know, we don't want that. <laughs> you we, want a soda? Yeah, exactly. We want just, you know, your natural comedy ability, not pushing it. Mm -hmm. We never want it pushed. Even thinking of like the Old Spice commercials, as crazy as those are, like the actor who is in the, who's playing the main spot it's just yeah, so he's like naked on a horse and he's, he's just naked talking. on a horse and the, but he's just calm and collected and yeah. is just doing something that's so simple yeah while all the craziness is happening around exactly him. and yeah. that's what it's all about you know yeah. and then once you get on the set they're going to ask you to do it a million different ways yeah. so if, just for the audition to get that call back mm -hmm. just be you know subtle but bring your comedy sense into it um that's not over the too over the top unless we tell you it's over the top to right. you know to go crazy but Usually it's, you know, once you get on set, you know, the, the ad agency is there, the director is there, they're going to, you're going to be doing that one line all day long. Is there something in just like general exchanges or when they come into the room that you see some actors do that some actors don't that maybe you really like and maybe wished other actors would do? Like maybe they, they come up and shake your hand, like just those small yeah, moments. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Just come and do your job, yeah. you, you know. We could hug later when, <laughs> yeah. you, when you get the job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I've seen in callbacks when there's a line of advertising people and their heads are in their computer and they're not even looking at you. 
um, I always overcompensate and go, hi, how are you? You look great. You know, but cause I feel so bad because they're like, Ugh. yeah. Um, so they come in and they want to shake everybody's hand and that's a, such a no. Yeah. You know, they just want to, they just want to be in their space. They're doing a million other things as well. You know, looking at location and all that stuff. So, um, just kind of come in, do your job and leave. That's yeah, all. That's, that's kind of what I've heard over the years yeah. as well, because also, I don't know if it's the doctor's office in me, but like, you know, people might be sick or whatever, yeah, like, know. you know, you, and you're, you're, you guys are meeting so many people, yeah. uh, in just an afternoon yeah. and everything. But, um, yeah, I've, I've heard about that. Just like, come in, do, do your work. Yeah. I mean, I go out in the lobby and canoogle with the actors just to kind of, you know, break the ice a little bit. But after that, you know, we don't, we don't need to kiss, right. you know, anymore. How, how long should actors wait before they email you? Thank you so much. Uh, really enjoyed auditioning. Email me anytime. So they, they wait want. three days is three days. Yeah. The-, <laughs> the only thing I would say is like, I don't do postcards anymore. You know, they're like, should I send you a postcard? I'm like, don't bother with the paper, but, um, follow me on Twitter. You know, postcards get thrown away. Twitter gets saved. Yeah. And it's, um, even like mailing headshots and stuff. I feel like that's almost like non-existent yeah. now. No, Because no. when I, I moved down in 2012, people were still doing that. Yeah. But I, I want to say like around 2014, 2015 was really that shift yeah. of just email yeah, just, submissions. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, I mean, we do have a Dropbox that if you're inclined to be in the neighborhood and want to drop, we'll, we'll, we'll keep those. And another thing I, I know is something that had been a, a thing for a while. I know Michael, I think has done it before, but um, like inviting casting directors to come see like your play <laughs> or to come see your, your thing. Is that something that's still a thing or is that something that's not as well received anymore? Um, It's still a thing for sure. Cause you know, we want actors to be in, in live productions and, right. and stuff like that. Whether we have time, if we're, you know, doing a callback till 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I have a four-year-old, so I never go, hardly go out at night. Um, <laughs> I, I feel but, you. <laughs> you know, uh, but, you know, sometimes we do that. Sometimes yeah. we go see showcases. So, so it's not inappropriate to still kind of say, hey, I'm in this production if no. you'd like to come see it. Or I, I was on NCIS this week if yeah. you want to oh, no, catch I it. I love that. I really appreciate it. And tweet it. it to me and I'll retweet it to, I've got 59,000 followers right now. So I could retweet it to my 59,000 followers and we'll get people and to look you, at it. And if you follow Danielle, we have a wonderful Twitter, uh, Hollywood Hustle podcast that could really use the 59,000 followers <laughs> also. Uh, so if you'd like to follow us, we're more than That we only will took 10 years it. though. We, yeah. will, we will retweet Danielle's stuff as well. And Thanks we'll guys. Tell us if you're on NCIS and we'll retweet it too. Hey, guys, we want to we be there for you. Um, one, one of the things I'm also interested about, like you're our third casting director that we've had on and you know, what is the your organization uh, to just make sure that you're doing your job the best to your ability and everything. What what would you say in the day in the life of Danielle Eskenazi, casting director? What are the things that you do to kind of well, build I, yourself up? I like to have um, direct uh, um, questions to the director because I want to really get inside his head. And I always ask for his reel just to see what his tone is. Um, so I like doing that. Uh, before I even, you know, I even get the breakdown or anything else. Just, you know, how do you see this? You know, what kind of people do you see? Like you, not the ad agency, but you. And so I kind of uh, I have that conversation and just makes it, me see things more clearer of what he wants. So, nice. okay. yeah. Just, just getting a firm understanding of like yeah, whatever exactly. that yeah. the clarity of that project yeah. is. Now, for those that are looking to become casting directors themselves or, or, or interested in that 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 uh, that career, what are some do's and don'ts that they should, you know, when they're casting people or they're running a room? What are some things that should not do? What are some things you know, that you think would be good advice well, for them? Definitely, to- if you want to be a casting director, uh, work for some really reputable casting directors mm-hmm. and and do that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially in commercials, it's really hard because you've got to build up your clientele. It's like, why do, why are we giving you a million dollar budget? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, work for someone that you know is a casting director that works all the time, mm-hmm. and um, and just you know work hard toward it, and then you know you'll get your side projects and do those, even if it's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done things where um, um, there's this director named Jason Zada who uh, does film and TV. And, and he asked me, he said, like, I don't have a budget for this. Um, it's for Facebook, but I really want to do this project. And I have no money for you. Are you interested? And I said, sure, I'll do it. 
and I was finding um, a, a really scary, scary guy. It was for Facebook, and it was it's called Take This Lollipop. And it puts you in the situation not to give your information out to anybody you don't know. And um, it won a daytime Emmy. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And so that went on my resume, and that was that was better than getting paid, yeah. you know? So Well, sometimes I've, I've booked those experiences as well where, like, you don't get paid for the acting gig, but the rewards that you get from it. Afterwards, are, yeah. Far outweigh yeah. whatever budget you would get. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was fun doing it. I love this director. He was so brilliant. And, you know, it, it won something, so I was really excited about that. It's very cool. Nice. Now, one of the things you have going on right now, which I think is really cool, and I remember you announcing it, and I was really excited to hear it because I, it's a very – uh, a personal one-on-one thing with your, your audience and the people that follow you is that you have a new podcast that you're doing yeah. uh, with your Yay, assistant. Um, what's your assistant's name one more time? Katie O'Connor. Katie O'Connor. Shout out Katie. Uh, okay. uh, called Miscast. Right. Uh, right now the first episode is on SoundCloud. Are you guys going to go on yeah, iTunes? Yeah, we're on, we're on YouTube uh, and SoundCloud mm-hmm. and um, I think that's it. Yeah, right now? Okay. Yeah. Um, so you guys have this great where you're taking questions from people on Twitter and yeah. other places and a- answering whatever they need to, yeah. to know about trying to uh, get away with the misconceptions yeah, of the relationship. Yeah, the whole casting process. Right. Yeah. So before we go into that, though, I want to ask, just because I think it'd be interesting for people to hear, what does Katie do for you? What does an assistant do for a casting um, director? She works the lobby for me. So whenever we have um, um, casting, we, she she's in the lobby and, and gets people in, explains to them what we're looking for, sort of preliminary stuff in the lobby before they go in. And once they're in, the um, the camera guy tells them again. So they could just start thinking about it before they go in. Um, and then she does all my bookings um, uh, when once we, we uh, book talent and, um, you know, does all the paperwork stuff for me. I, I do all the creative stuff. Does she work full time, eight hours yeah. every day, yeah. kind of thing? Okay, yeah. very yeah. cool. Um, now I listened to the first episode of the podcast, and you had some really great information. One of the things that I thought was a really great thing, just to remind people, because I think people easily forget in the social age of social media, is everything is findable. <laughs> and yes. I think you mentioned a story about how I think it may have been Disney or, or some company uh, they were casting a commercial. And there was this one guy that was submitted to you, and then you found out he had done some uh, oh, risque. Yeah. <laughs> he had done some risque films in his day, <laughs> some soft and porno. so you had to call the agent and say, "I'm sorry, we can't audition yeah. him." And then you also talked about how, real. You mentioned that another company um, wanted would not allow actors who had been in commercials for alcohol to right. audition um, if they'd done any alcohol commercials. They couldn't right. audition. Um, uh, so, you know, what is your kind of goal with this podcast? I, I know the first episode is about 20 minutes long. Um, you know, where can people uh, send you questions? What, what, what brought uh, send you me questions on it? Twitter? Um, we we uh, print them all up and, and mm-hmm. we give you a shout out and we answer your questions. Right. So um, that's probably the best way to to contact us. And where did you get the idea? Where was, was it just kind of sitting around like, Oh, I should do a yeah. podcast. <laughs> well, where, you were here in your I office. Know, I looked at my assistant and I, and I said, does any casting directors have podcasts? And we searched and we didn't find anything. Wow. Um, you know, and it takes time, you know? Uh, so I was like, let's do a podcast for, you know, it's like Twitter, but we're answering them live. So, Let's do a pro- a podcast for for uh, actors who have questions and you know have these blockages or something horrible happened to them and <laughs> you know and let me ease their pain a little bit you know so that's how it kind of came about. Right. Well, it it all ties back into what you were just what you were talking about at the beginning of like communication is key right. to breaking down actors' barriers fears too yeah. and, and barriers and yeah. and I think podcasts is that perfect tool right. that you can have. And, you know, it used to be that, you know, actors could book a one-on-one meeting with casting right. directors back in the day, but now, the day. you know, social media, 52,000 followers right. and stuff. You don't have that. Time. 59. <laughs> oh, 59, 59,000. Get followers. it right, Michael. Yeah. Getting it right. Getting it right. That's the point Those of pride. Those 4,000 really feel bad now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get? But now this podcast is a great way for a one-on-one. Absolutely. You know, they can send you a question and you yeah. can address we'll it right We'll read it right away. off the, off, off of Twitter. Perfect. And, and, and you, and them. so you, how many episodes do you have out right now? We Just have, one. we have one and we're doing two a month. 
to a month. Okay. Yeah. And that's perfect. And I love the like 20 minutes, uh, 30 minutes yeah. is a nice bite-sized yeah, amount exactly. of time to get some direct information. Yeah, exactly. Keep and it short. Keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I like the style where she asked, I think she, Katie asked you the questions yeah. and you kind of answer, you talk about who asked it and, yeah. and you share stories. And I think that's such a great idea because yeah. I saw that and I was like, there's not a lot of, and I've mentioned this a lot is I think one of the things that's missing a lot in this industry it, are things that in, give people knowledge of the industry. Yeah. You can you can find books on how to act. Yeah. You can find books on how to write. Right. You can find books on how to be a tree on stage all day. Right. But you it finding books about the business behind the scenes scenes stuff is now getting more possible. But it's just that was always one of the most frustrating things for me was I was always like, what is what is it like to be a writer? In they the business, forget that it's it's completely a business, and you ha- they have to remember that. Um, and it it makes them play more in an equal playing field, you know, that they don't feel like we're so on top of it that they just come in com- completely intimidated. Mm-hmm. So now they know their surroundings and what's going on, so they're more aware, and then they could act accordingly. Um, now, one of the things here on Hollywood Hustle we like to also talk about is the the hustle, the personal hustle as well. Um, was has there ever been a situation and at working as a casting director that you know you either felt challenged by or ever tested your resolve about working in the industry or anything like that? You know, I was really naive, and I think if you go into it in a naive, innocent way, you'll get further. Because then you won't, you're not jaded and you're not uh, on your guard all the time. And, you know, every job that I got in the beginning, I was like, Ooh, this is great, <laughs> you know, and, um, and so humbled and so happy to, you know, to work on a project, a film for three months. I was ecstatic, you know, and I, I didn't know that three months and then I'm unemployed. I just thought it would just go on forever, you know, and mm-hmm. that's when the hustle comes in. So, you know, you have to, kind of get out there because freelance is a scary thing we're in the same boat as, as yeah. actors are yeah we have we're, we're as good as our last job mm-hmm. you know so we have to get out there and hustle as much as you guys do yeah what, what do you uh what do you do to kind of get away from the business what do you where do what I do you do to Santa to <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for fun to relax what you know where do you like to go in la or well, around Santa i can tell you what i used to mm-hmm. you know my life is my son now so when as you know when yes. you have a four-year-old your life is not your own yes you are a slave. I, be- I belong to him. He, my my time is talking bears yeah. and playing with trucks. Yeah. And Paw Patrol pa- is, my, yeah. new, oh, yeah. is Paw Patrol. my new jam. Marshall's his favorite. <laughs> um, so uh, that, mm-hmm. that's basically what I do. And that really brings me a lot of joy because it does bring me away from the industry. Mm-hmm. And um, I look at things in a simpler way, you know, and what makes him happy and, you know, those are the things that bring joy yeah. to me right now. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I had one more question. Oh, um, I know you mentioned you've, you do, you've done some short films and yeah. some independent short films and stuff like that. Um, if someone wants to, uh, you know, reach out to you about a short film they're casting, uh, how would they go about doing that? Well, first they have to come up with a budget. Right. Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do things for free. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, tweet me and let me know if you have a project and, mm. you know, um, and I'll read it. And if it's, something i'd like to do i would definitely consider it fantastic yeah i just want just want to check and just get that out there oh yeah sure <laughs> well and then also um you know for where can people find information about your workshops www.daniellecasting.com I, we have all our our class schedule there my reel is there everything's out there fantastic yeah. now as we kind of wrap up um one of the things that we've started doing this season uh you know i mentioned earlier we our theme is kind of i am the hustle and a lot of things over the last two and a half years, one of the big things we talked about are uh, celebrating the small victories, celebrating, celebrating your small wins, whether it deals with the industry or just life in general, because people get so focused on the big results that they forget like, it's, hey, it's the small victories that yeah. get you there. Yeah, and, yeah and, they, and, exactly. and people don't celebrate those moments, so they get depressed because they haven't reached the big ones. But yeah. look at all you've done, yeah. you know, this week. So, um, but we want to celebrate those. If you have any small victories, I you mean, my share. one small victory is getting out my podcast. It's something that 
that I had envisioned for a long time finally getting out is a, Yay. it's a small miracle. Yay. Congratulations. Um, oh, trust me. It is a small miracle a to small get the podcast out. And actually doing it. You yeah. know, you talk about it, but to actually do it. We're so. over 80 episodes in That's at the amazing. time of this recording right now. That's and great. It's a lot of time. And it's a lot yeah. of effort. Every time I put out a new one, I'm like, I can't believe we, we have 85 <laughs> we have episodes. It, it blows out. my mind. And like, yeah. I'll go back through. Cause I'll have to go like, maybe look at an old episode number or something. And I'll go through and like, how did we get all these people to sit down with us for two hours or so and just talk to us? Right, like how, exactly. And then I remember, oh, this is the industry where people don't mind talking about yeah, themselves they like it. for two hours. Um, um, another one is um, once we got the podcast out, it, our people who are in the industry, directors and, um, and other casting directors like from the East Coast reaching out and going, I'd like to be on your show. Nice. That's a really small miracle. And then. I got another thing from um, and from Instagram that we're we're interested in you being in our magazine. So wow, wow. that's sure. congratulations! Congrats. So those are like little small miracles <laughs> yeah. that you know. And I don't look. I honestly don't look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. I really am humbled every time something like this happens. Right. You know, and and celebrate it. Yeah. You know? Well, because you didn't think, oh, on Instagram, I'm going to be posting, you know, this no. picture of me and my dogs or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Like that you would one day be asked to be featured in their magazine. That's, that's fantastic. Amazing. That's, that's totally that's amazing. amazing. Congratulations. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, I know you've given some advice and you mentioned some things, but what, what would you say out of all that or maybe something you haven't mentioned is the biggest piece of advice you'd give to a prospective casting person, someone that wants to get in the business? Uh-huh. And what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give an actor? Uh, biggest piece of advice for a casting director is it's tough being an assistant because it's really tough being, I was the worst assistant ever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I got to where I am. So, um, um, just, uh, smile and take it and, um, and just work really, really, really hard. And, um, and you'll get there, you know, if you stick to it, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. And that goes for actors as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you stick to it, you'll get there. There's going to be a lot of downfalls. There's going to be a lot of derailment, but you know, you just have to get up and that's knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, not to do that again. And you, you know, you learn, you live and you learn Absolutely. and you keep on going. I feel like Acting is, you know, sharing one's life experience and casting directing is almost like looking for that experience. Yeah, exactly. And we're, you know, we work together. We're in the same boat. Mm -hmm. We want the same goals. Yeah. And that's, I think, a misconception of a lot of actors. You know? I love that. So, yeah. so Michael, real quick before we say goodbye, uh, is there anything else you want to ask as an actor that, not to put you on the spot, oh, but is there anything <laughs> that you've wanted that you want to ask before we go? First, I guess one question is, what would be your definition of the hustle? Um, I, I think the hustle is getting into classes. You know, keeping in the mode of moving forward, mm. all the time it's tiring it could be very depressing but you have to keep your chin up and put a you know a skip in your step um just never despair never derail just get up brush yourself off and keep on going I love that's that. a hustle forward always um i i i I really don't have any questions okay. because I this has been a wonderful. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> because obviously you know nothing, Danielle. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like I mean, I've I've really enjoyed this conversation of, so of being an actor and following your journey all these Thank years you. and everything. Like you're you're such an open book Thank on you. Twitter and on articles that you've posted and everything. So. Thank you so much for My being pleasure. with us today. This has been awesome and fun, and I'm so glad to meet you guys. Now, before we go. Uh, I thought bef- we were done. <laughs> <clears throat> Before we started, I asked you for six numbers, six yeah. random numbers between one and 167. You have no clue what they were for. No. So before, after Friendster and before Facebook, there was a social media site called MySpace where oh my people God. would go to hang out. You would wait 27 minutes for a friend's profile to load because what if God was one of us played underneath it? And the top eight friend list or top six friend list would cause fights between many BFFs. <laughs> uh, one of the things that was big on that was MySpace quizzes. And it was before BuzzFeed where quizzes had like results. These were just quizzes that you posted so people could get to know you. They had so many innocuous questions that people could answer. And I found one of those quizzes. It's 167 questions long. I'm not going to ask you every question, of course. But I did ask you these numbers at the beginning to pick out some questions for me to ask you. Now, one of the rules of this game is that you cannot explain anything. 
So the answer is the answer and we move on. It's one of the best parts about it because I love the ambiguity of it. Okay. So <laughs> I'll play. Danielle, yes. are you ready for your MySpace quiz? I think so. All right. Is there a drum roll? Or- <laughs> and if a question feels too personal, please let me know and okay. I, will, I will go to like the one right below. No problem. <clears throat> mm. Have you ever kissed someone and regretted it? Yes. Mm. Have you ever lost someone special? Yes. How many how many kids do you want? Wow, that is really One. personal. <laughs> One. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> All right. And let's see. The next question is, <clears throat> uh, there it is. Do you like the snow? I do. Great. That was so fun. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. <clears throat> Have you ever made out for more than half an hour straight? Yes. And your last question of your MySpace quiz is, why did you decide to do this quiz? <laughs> we've never had that. No, we've never had that question before. Because you asked me to. <laughs> Good answer. Danielle, thank you so much You're for being so on here. You welcome. have been so sweet and so kind and letting us in your house and, and yes. all the information is great. Where can people find you on Twitter, on Instagram? Da- Danielle Casting um, on Twitter, Danielle Casting on Instagram, Danielle Casting on my website and my classes and um, I have a new podcast called Misscast. That's M-I-S-S-C-A-S-T. Yes. On SoundCloud. Yeah, and and ask me questions, you guys, so I can help you through this uh, journey. Yeah, feel free. She is so open to talking to people on Twitter and, and just delving advice and, and any kind of encouragement. So please reach out to her. Thank you so much, Danielle. Of course, my pleasure. Love now, we guys. always wrap our podcast up with a group hug. It's an audio hug. It's an audio hug. We like to always uh, keep people to go forward. Uh, and so we always tell people to keep up the hustle. Uh, so if you'd like to say that with us real quick. So guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Uh, we love you. Michael loves you. Uh, Danielle, I'm sure, loves you. Our other co-hosts here, the little puppies love you. When the times get hard, no matter what, always remember to keep Keep up up the the hustle. hustle. Welcome back, folks. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Danielle. It is always refreshing to hear from the other side of the casting table. I think so many people just blow it up in their heads and it becomes so big and scary And to hear somebody tell you, like, we're rooting for you. We're behind the table. You're here because we want you here, and we're rooting for you and your talent. I think it's so important to remember that. Now, what were your big takeaways from this interview? What stood out to you? Please send us your thoughts and questions. And if you're tuning in on Anchor, you can use their app or go to their website on your computer and send us a voice message. We'll even include it in next week's episode. Of course, written messages are gladly accepted as well. Just go to hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Send that that way. As I mentioned before, I wanted to let you know our plans for the summer. As you've heard, Michael is on the back end of a two-show run that he's been doing, uh, all in the Harry Potter world, interestingly enough. Uh, I've been you know, getting a new job, moving, and so many other things. Michael also is planning his wedding. So needless to say, it's been a really crazy for us. Michael and I honestly barely talk during the week now just because we've been so busy. It's like catch up when we do. Um, so we decided we were going to maybe be, take it a little easier this summer and use the time to catch up on some things. So over the next few months, probably about the next three months, we're not going to release any new interviews. Um, Every few weeks, we'll record a new side hustle. They'll probably be a little longer to make up for the lack of interviews and the time between. Uh, But So we'll be sending some side hustles out to keep you updated on what's going on with us. And we want to hear from you and we want to keep talking to you. Uh, But we're going to use this time to catch up on some editing, uh, to record some new interviews for the back end of the year. We already have a few recorded. uh, And just really get excited and, and rest to get back into it in the back half of this year. We have so many great interviews lined up, more to come as well. Uh, I cannot wait to talk to you guys about it. But yeah, we're going to take a little break from releasing interviews for the next few months. Uh, So take this time to go back and listen to any old interviews you may have missed, to listen to any old side hustles, to see where we've been in our journey. Um, And if you have any questions or you want to talk about any of our most recent interviews this season, send us an email. We we would love to do a full side hustle just about what you guys are getting from these interviews 
what, how you've been motivated, what your hustle's going through, answer questions, offer advice, whatever you need. We want to be there. So feel free to email us, hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if we can get enough, we'll do a whole side hustle on it. So uh, looking forward to it. As always, you can always reach out to us on social media. We'll be there all summer. On Instagram, we're Hollywood Hustle Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at LA Hustlecast. You can also follow us uh, personally on both platforms. Michael is at Michael Lutheran. I am at Daniel Tuttle, T-U-T-T-E-L. You can also follow Danielle. She is at Danielle Casting on Twitter. And Danielle Eskenazi Casting, that's E-S-K-I-N-A-Z-I, Casting on Instagram. And you can find Danielle's podcast, Miss Cast, on SoundCloud. Again, she gets her questions and she motivates people a lot through her social media. Now join us next week as we have a bonus Team Hustle episode in the can ready for you. In this episode, we make a big announcement about Team Hustle. We check in on our New Year's resolutions and we bring back an old favorite game of everyone's. Cannot wait for you to hear it. It's a blast. Great new stuff coming in it. And that'll be our last kind of big episode for a for a few months we love you guys we 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 are there for you always and we're rooting for you we know you can do it if you're just moving out here you just moved out to la we have your back please email us talk to us we want to offer advice on places to eat where to go things to do how to make sure you get out of the hustle sometimes and just have fun so guys we love you we'll see you have a great summer keep up with us inside hustles email us those emails and always Keep up the hustle.